0: Thank you for joining us on the Intermountain Turf and Landscape podcast. We're happy to have Steve Tierlink here with us. Appreciate him carving out uh, some time. So, Steve Tierlink is an owner and one of the developers of Ring to Green. And again, appreciate you stopping by, Steve, and taking some time for us. Glad to be here. Thanks for the opportunity to share some info with you. So, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So, um, as far as
1: myself, I've uh been in the sales industry, in the printing and supply equipment industry for most of my life, until I started getting involved with uh, lawn fungus, and I started having it in my own lawn, and I'll tell you a little bit more (laughs)
0: about that as we uh, discuss this. Looking forward to it. Great. All right, and then your company is uh, Green Master Distributing. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your company. Sure. So, um, we've been in business for about eight years. And we uh,
1: developed and patented the Ring to Green process. And when we uh, developed Ring to Green, we thought we were going to be a big lawn care company. And and uh, we thought we were going to go out and treat everybody's lawn fungus. And we found out there are, are a lot of lawn care providers out there that know how to do that a lot better than we did and mm-hmm. had the equipment and the resources and the clientele. So we, we figured the best way that we could help our customers and is to... Uh, Go out and work with lawn care providers and uh, lawn care distributors. So, we manufacture the Ring to Green product. We
0: developed it, patented it, and uh, now we distribute it through IFA. Cool. And you mentioned it started because you had lawn fungus. Exactly. Talk a little bit about that. So, about uh, about 2006,
1: um, I had uh, this horrible ring fungus in my lawn, didn't know what it was called. And uh, I had it for about three or four years, and I had a guy come out and treat it with uh, fungicides. Uh, it was in my backyard, so I just thought, it's okay, because I really like a nice lawn. Mm-hmm. it's in the backyard, I'm okay. It never really fixed it. It didn't get worse. It didn't get better. It just kind of looked kind of lousy. But then I, uh, some rings showed up in my front lawn, and I thought, okay, this is war. <laughs> it's time to attack <laughs> this beast, because the fungicides weren't working, and so... That's when I dug deep and got with a couple partners, partners who also had a necrotic ring spot. And we decided to figure out what is causing this crazy fungus
0: versus just how to kill it. Actually, these partners, were they in the turf industry or were they yeah. new to it as well? One of my partners has been in the uh, lawn
1: care business for 35 years. And the other one is an entrepreneur. Okay, But we all had it and we were yeah. all tired of it. So we thought, let's see if we can figure out what's causing it
0: rather than just trying to kill it. Gotcha. So I'm assuming you eventually figured out it was necrotic ring spot, right? Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about just necrotic ring spot before we get into treatments, um, kind of what it is. So, so what is necrotic ring spot?
1: So um, NRS is necrotic ring spot. Some of our customers call it neurotic. I've heard that. <laughs> yep, I've heard that. I, I think they say that because they, they think that's what it's called. Yeah. But I say, you really mean neurotic, right? You're, yeah. you're going crazy. Yeah. Uh, because it does kind of drive you nuts uh, we've learned that this is a fungus that comes from a spore in the soil I think there have been a lot of people who have thought that this uh, fungus is spread from the surface um, it's not it's a spore that's in the soil so it's a soil disease and um, it's spread we'll talk a little bit more about how it manifests itself and how it's spread but it was not in the in Utah soils about 15 years ago that's when right. it started appearing
0: it's fairly new. Pretty,
1: pretty new. I've gone to a lot of meetings where we've talked about uh, when did this stuff show up. They think that the first signs of it showed up uh, from a turf farm from another state. Uh, we think that you know that it's it spread by passing bad soil to good soil. We'll talk a little bit about that.
0: Okay. And so then let's talk a little bit how it manifests itself. You know, I really can't show pictures here, but how would you describe it? It manifests itself and how to properly diagnose it.
1: So it usually manifests itself as a yellow or a gold ring in the lawn, and the center of this ring usually stays green because the fungus traps a nitrogen in the middle and and makes that that center area green. Sometimes it can be actually more green than the lawn outside of it. That's why some people call it frog eye. Um, But what that does is that nitrogen's in there, and as it continues to fester... Uh, that nitrogen actually burns up, and and it and the fungus basically eats up that nitrogen, and, and then you end up with a big hole there. So it eventually eats out the middle, and then it starts spreading out to the sides.
0: Right. And is it can can necrotic ring spot sometimes be a deceptive name? Is it always in a perfect ring? That's a good question. It's not always in a ring, and sometimes it's not hard to detect,
1: especially if you have a bunch of rings that start growing together, and then you just got a mess. Right. Um, but when we go out to look for necrotic ring fungus, which is basically what we specialize in, uh, we look at four things uh, to try to determine if it's fungus. And we want to make sure that it is fungus so that we treat it properly and we aren't trying to treat something else. Right. First off, we look at somebody's lawn to see um, if it's a dry lawn. I'm surprised at how many places I go to where people say, I think I got fungus, and they just have a dry lawn. They're just not yep. watering it enough. Mm-hmm. Um, easily identified uh, by very straw-like, um, prickly, dry grass, dry soil. Very easy. Um, next, we look for a uh, possibility of a chemical burn. And that's uh, usually identified by unusual shapes and right. very distinct green to burn.
0: Yeah, very mechanical lines very mechanical and things. things like that. Yeah,
1: it's it's <clears throat> it's not natural looking. I had one guy went out to his lawn and he said I got necrotic ring. I went out there and he had these beautiful circular patterns throughout his lawn and I'm looking at it, I'm going I, I don't think this is necrotic ring spot. He goes, "Oh, for sure, it's a necrotic ring spot." And we looked a little bit more and we found out that this somehow somewhat, you know, I don't know if he had Roundup spilled, but whoever was doing it Either had uh, a good sense of humor or a bad one to, to hit his lawn, but it was not fungus. It was definitely a chemical. Third thing we look at is uh, lawn grubs. Um, we look for those, and all of you listening, I'm sure, know that, that we look at the perimeter of the grass. We pull the grass up where it's green, look for black billbugs or white, you know, white worm, yeah. and uh, we just make sure it's not that. Because sometimes, I would say if there's anything that looks kind of close to it, it could be...
0: The grub damage.
1: Grub damage. Once we've eliminated these three possibilities, we're pretty sure it's fungus. And it may not always be NRS. Uh, Ring to Green does treat very successfully other types of fungus. Really? Summer patch and fairy ring and a number of other ones we found out. Um, So... The best way you can really identify if it's a necrotic ring, look just above the root, just below the the blade, and you're going to see kind of a copper orangish color developing. Uh, that doesn't happen with a chemical burn. It doesn't happen if it's too dry. Um, doesn't happen if you have grubs. But you get kind of a copper orangish color at the base of the roots. It helps us know that it is uh, NRS. Gotcha.
0: So, and then. Um so now we kind of have an idea of how to identify it. What are some of the conditions that, that drive it? And you mentioned necrotic, or the ring to green can, um, can treat other fungal diseases. We, we really don't have that many fungal diseases here in the right. area. So what, what are the conditions that, that drive necrotic ring spot? Okay, good question. Uh, most people
1: that have the fungus will say, boy, my lawn looked great in the spring. And I put on these fungicides, and, man, it works so great. But then the summer hit, and, and man, I, my lawn just fell apart, starting about the first and middle of June through about the end of September. That's when our phone really starts ringing. And that's because this fungus, this spore, which creates the fungus, likes um, heat. Mm. It also likes excessive moisture. Those are the two variables that this fungus really that's likes. Right. So. Overwatered areas in the heat are, are what it likes.
0: Is there any evidence that you know the spore is still growing and doing really well in the spring, but because the lawn's also really healthy and we usually fertilize and things that, that we just cover it up a lot in the spring and it just manifests itself when the lawn's a little weaker? That, that's a good question.
1: Um, our our feelings, our opinion is through our research that this spore is dormant when it's when we're not above eighty degrees. Okay. So that's why people could way overwater their lawns, they could totally not be watering correctly, and have their lawns look great in the spring. spring. But they keep that, those watering patterns into the summer, included with the heat, then things start to blossom.
0: You mentioned that this is a soil-born or, or soil-living uh, spore, so are there, are there worries about you know, it being transfer- transferred through grass blades or anything like that, as far as lawn mowers going on multiple lawns or anything that way?
1: Yeah, so I think a lot, of, a lot of people have thought that if you walk on the lawn or if you mow your lawn, you could be spreading it. Since it's a soil disease and since it's a spore problem, um, the spores reside in the soil. And it can't be spread by a lawnmower unless the lawnmower wheels get in the dirt. So if the lawn's being mowed and it's muddy and the the wheel picks up some dirt and it happens to have some spores on it, then that's how it can be transferred. Aeration is probably the biggest way that it's transferred. But people don't need need to feel like they need to clean their uh, mowers, their blades. I have a lot of people who have said they have to spray their lawnmower blades after every time. Don't need to do that. But they need to be careful of areas where uh, dirt is exposed. But anybody who has spores in their soil doesn't need to worry about getting spores in their soil. Right because it's already there. It's already there. They need to be be sure that if they're they're working on a lawn that has fungus that they clean equipment after. Make sure they get all the dirt off and and clean it properly.
0: Right. We already talked this is kind of a new disease as far as in the last decade or two. How widespread is it? When you've seen it out there, I mean, I know I hear a lot more about it. How, how big of a problem is this?
1: It's a pretty big problem. We would guess that uh, on, the, on the Wasatch front, we've tried to estimate, but we think as much as 15 to 20% of lawns have this. Um, but we don't have 15 to 20% of, the, of these people calling us about it because they don't know what it is. Right. Most people look at it and they think, oh, my lawn's dying. I don't have enough water, especially when it gets hot. I'm underwatering. So they pump more water on it. It makes it worse. Then they, they pump more water on it, and then they start freaking out, and they don't know what to do. But it most people don't know what it is. We're, we're trying to educate people, and hopefully this helps educate people so they know how to treat it. Right, for sure.
0: And then I think it's important to point out that necrotic ring does occur mostly in one species of grass. The problem is it's... That one species of grass is in 99% Correct. of the lawns. Kentucky bluegrass. Almost exclusively. Almost exclusively. We've had
1: uh, customers who have tried planting um, fescues, kind of the frog grass, yeah. you know, the really fine yeah. grass. Um, I've seen them put patches of that in, in their lawn, which looks horrible in my opinion. Right. And, uh, and I've seen fungus grow in those. Really? Those, yeah. I've seen where they put uh, perennial rye down, mm-hmm. which is kind of a blue-green color. They got blue green spot, uh, yeah, spots, in A little in their bit lawn. darker,
0: bluish kind color. of bluish,
1: kind of a bluish green. And um, we we feel like we've got a solution that basically will help Kentucky bluegrass to grow the way it should. Because we're not just trying to kill the fungus; we are treating the soil so that Kentucky bluegrass, which is what we
0: all like, right, will look good. Yep, Kentucky bluegrass is what what we all would like to grow. It's just exactly. kind of the best of all worlds exactly. here. Exactly. Okay, so let's get into how do we how we control necrotic ring spots, particularly with ring-to-green. Okay. Um,
1: so once as I mentioned before, ring-to-green is a patented uh, soil enhancement, and soil amendment product. It is not a fungicide. Uh, when we developed ring-to-green, we knew that uh, fungicides did not address um, the cause of the fungus problem. Um, fungicides don't usually work well because they're a band-aid. They're just trying to... Kill something. Yeah. I, I've, I've mentioned this before to people. Um, if you look at uh, um, cancer, and you look at things that try to kill cancer cells, you know, if there were a way that we could figure out how to find out what caused cancer, then that would be more helpful than just trying to kill right. kill it. With with ring to green, we are treating the cause of the problem, which is a soil disease rather than just trying to kill it, because the only way that fungicides really work is if you kill every single spore. Probably the same ineffectiveness as digging up a foot of soil, which is what they used to say we should do, and the possibility of getting every spore out of that soil is not very good. So it almost always comes back. So we decided to treat the cause of the fungus, not the symptom.
0: So then, um, let's get into a little bit how how it applies. How it like? as as far as what is Ring to Green, talk to us a little bit about how it comes, um, how it's applied, and and that aspect of things. Sure. So when we first developed it, uh, we really wanted to develop this for homeowners
1: to use, and um, it is so concentrated, and it's it's like a power shake for the lawn. I mean, yeah. it just has, it creates microbial activity. It has micronutrients. It has a lot of nutrition in it. and, and we felt that if uh, we tested it with homeowners a little bit and, and found that it, it's so concentrated that it would damage homeowners lawn. So um, we've only sold it to lawn care distributors and then we help our distributors train their lawn care customers how to mix it and apply it. So, so basically when you get ring to green, you get it from IFA as a dry water soluble product in a 25 pound bag which is mixed in a large mixing tank that uh, all of you have. And it's applied with a three ca- three gallon per minute nozzle at three gallons per thousand square feet. And it can be applied to areas with fungus. Um, it can also be applied as a preventative at certain rates to prevent fungus from spreading to other parts of the lawn. So we can do it both as a, as uh, Applying it to the areas where we have the fungus and as a preventative we can do both and get a nice uniform look That took a couple years to develop it so that we could really treat it and prevent it and get a nice
0: Look, so it's nice and even so it's not splotchy. (laughs) So this is something that a homeowner theoretically could apply I mean there's I mean there's no no fungicides no chemical there's no health concerns no no EPA Correct. label on it right so a homeowner could it's not restricted but maybe some of the hurdles to applying it might be prohibitive to a home
1: that owner. might be something that we you know that we look at down the road right now we're really interested in in helping lawn care professionals uh, be able to apply this and and it needs to be applied basically at the at the rate that we have to put it down by somebody who's it, who knows what they're doing? If this were overlapped, um, we could we could right. burn stripes in people's lawns.
0: So right now, kind of the mo fits more of a, a commercial landscape. Yeah, this time it does. Never know down the road; it could uh, that yeah. could possibly change. So let's talk a little about the results that you've seen from Ring to Green. I know there've been on your website you have a lot of testimonials and cool pictures up there. But talk to some talk about some of the things that you've seen, uh, particularly.
1: Okay, um, over the past eight years, we've seen some incredible results. Uh, We developed Ring to Green for nearly four years, really uh, tried to... I mean, when we first developed it, we had developed it to put on for uh, homeowners to put on their own lawns. And then we developed it into a product that um, lawn care professionals could put down. And uh, we developed it and patented it. And we wanted to verify our findings because we thought it worked great. And we thought... You know, how do we really be able to, how are we able to prove to people that this really does work great? Right? So we went to Utah State University and uh, met with them, who uh, met with Kelly Cope, who is a lawn turf guru, and uh, met with them and, and, and talked to them about what we were doing. They said we were really interested. So we revealed to them everything that we were doing and they said they were very interested. They tested on five properties, one in Linden, one in Orem, one in Draper, one in Murray, and one in Salt Lake. And they tested for a full growing season because it wouldn't be very fair to test it from September to the end of May.
0: (laughs) Or March to May.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It had to go through the whole summer. We started in August, and we had to finish up in the heat of the summer. And so we went to them and uh, verified our findings, and you can find that test on our website at ringtogreen.com. Uh, We have had customers who have fought uh, NRS for years uh, with fungicides. There was one lady up by Hogel Zoo in Salt Lake. Um, When we first started doing this, we started taking pictures before and afters. And we took a picture of her lawn. It was a mess. It was on a hill. And uh, we treated it. We came back uh, to take pictures after it had been treated and we came to her door and asked her if we could take pictures and she was so happy she had (laughs) tears in her eyes i mean she was so grateful that there was finally something because this drives people nuts when their lawns start getting eaten up so we've had some amazing results I, i would say the most gratifying thing about what we're doing is helping people get their lawns back in shape because it just makes me really happy to help people be happy and be able to get this worry off their shoulders.
0: Yeah, we all we all kind of get a, get a kick out of that. And we enjoy that, and there are a lot of people that really care about their lawns. A you, lot of people. Yeah, and who stay up at night worrying about it? <laughs> right. It's it's a big deal. We like we all want that great backyard and exactly. more point, that great front yard exactly. that that just looks good. It it adds value to a home. It's just it's a good feeling it to is. have a good a good landscape. Absolutely. <laughs> so, has there been any um, long term control? Uh, of necrotic ring using ring to green. You mentioned that there's kind of a, it can act as kind of a preventative when applied right. apply it a certain way. Uh, so talk a little bit about that, um, kind of the long-term sure. control of necrotic ring. Um, when we uh, correct
1: the soil with ring to green, we need three treatments 30 days apart. And uh, once we treat the soil and we teach people how to water correctly, which is how much, when, and how often, um, as long as the homeowner continues to uh, nourish their lawn properly and water properly, we should not have to keep doing ring-to-green treatments every year. So like really? I said, this is not a Band-Aid
0: like a fungicide where you have to keep doing it every year. Right, yeah. With the, with a fungicide, it's a it's going to be a constant lifelong, exactly. lifelong process.
1: Theoretically, if we get the soil healthy, we figured out a way with ring-to-green that we can get the soil healthy and have the grass grow with the spores in there. We are not killing the spores. So if people go back to watering the way they
0: were... It'll reactivate It'll react it will it. it come it right back.
1: back. Yep, I had a la- another lady who uh, um, had a, just a, her lawn was a wreck, her backyard, and we fixed it, uh, treated it with ring to green. Three years later, um, she called us and said, hey, my fungus is back. And we said, what time, you know, when are you watering? And she had changed her watering patterns because the state of Utah had told her to water a certain way and, and uh, kind of the trends and the ways that we've been told to water Aren't really conducive to helping necrotic ring get better.
0: Yeah, that's a whole conversation in and of itself. Is proper watering just because everyone's, we're all in the Intermountain West, but everyone's is different. Exactly. Their soil's different. The you know variety of grass is a little bit different. The slopes are different. Um, it's it watering's never a one size yeah. fits all process. Exactly. Once yeah. um
1: once we treat this three treatments of ring to green. And then you follow the four-step process with IFA and water properly, then it should stay away. Because we're not killing things. We're just getting things healthy and then keeping them healthy. Awesome.
0: That's really cool. So is there anyone at a Green Master that they can contact if they have any questions? Sure. They uh, could contact me anytime they like. My name is Steve Tierlink.
1: Like I said, I'm one of the uh, owners and developers of Ring to Green. My number is 801 918 2541. Be glad to talk to you.
0: Awesome. Well, again, we'd like to thank Steve Tierlink uh, for joining us today. Appreciate his his insight and his experience. And I hope you guys got a lot out of this and are able to combat Necrotic Ring a little bit better. So thanks, Steve. You're welcome. Thank you.